Um, I just want to tell you that the theme this morning is the fifth fruit of the Holy Spirit. It's kindness. And boy, when I walk into this church and I'm part of this church, I just love the kindness that exudes from the people here. Even Jim this morning, I said, uh, good morning, good morning, Sarah, good morning, um, 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 and they finally told me Jim. And so in my short-term memory, he got up, gave me a big hug, and just kind of a laugh. And I thought, oh, I just need people to be kind to me today. I'm just so happy when people are kind to me. And I was out talking to Mike, and, you know, um, like, it was so awesome because part of what I want to share, he didn't even know he was doing because I was in a hurry. I just wanted to hurry up and get downstairs, do a bit of prayer, and Mike was at the desk, and I said, how are you, Mike? And, of course, he wanted to talk, and that was a good thing. But I'm thinking, i got to get downstairs, i got to get downstairs. But I stopped, and I talked, and, boy, was that the best and most refreshing couple of minutes that I could have spent. Because Mike is such a kind person, and he just had a couple of words for me that just made me stop and remember the goodness of God and the kindness of God in my life. And, and man, when we just stop and when we just, you know, when, when we're in a hurry and we take the time to stop, we not only get to bless the other person like we're going to see, but we get to be blessed as well, as well. And I just felt the Holy Spirit just move right on in with the two people that I just encountered this morning. So we're going to just look at the word kindness. Um, kindness isn't always kind. That's what I found when I was writing this. And I thought, oh, God, I don't know how people are going to like me after this, but it's a kind thing to be kind. It's a kind thing to tell the truth of God. But I'm going to say today that kindness is defined as a quality of being friendly, generous, and considerate. And biblically, the definition of kindness says that kindness is selfless, compassionate, and merciful, its greatest power revealed in practice to our enemies and amongst the, the least of these. Love your neighbor. Show kindness to everyone. So before we, we look at kindness and before we enter into this journey on kindness, there are some preliminary measures that we have to take. I'm wearing a t-shirt that says, kindness is free, but I kind of think at times that kindness is really not God's kindness is free. He pours out his love and his kindness lavishly on us. But for us that are walking through life, there is a cost to freedom. And uh, we're going to look at that today. So Ephesians 4, 31, 32 gives us prelimin preliminary steps. It says, how it says um, before we uh, partake of this fruit, that there's a few things that we have to do. It says to get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving one another, just as in Christ God forgave you. It's been said that kindness is goodness in action, a sweetness of disposition, gentleness in dealing with others, with generosity, generosity and affability. That seems like it could be a lifetime endeavor, and indeed it is. It is called 
Life happens daily. Situations happen, choices are made, human reactions come from others and come from each of us. Yet still, God calls us into accountability on this subject. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving one another, just as in Christ, God forgave you. We are required to get rid of that bitterness, the anger, the barriers that cause us not to be kind or compassionate to others. This may all look impossible to accomplish as we look at our situations, our backgrounds, even our personalities. But scripture says that with God, all things are possible. It is possible to be kind in an unkind world. As we begin our journey this morning toward kindness, we need to remember that God is the author and the creator of kindness. He is the God of kindness. God's kindness began out of his love for each one of us. And he has shown us through him how to be kind then to others. As we understand God's kindness towards us, we are then able to show kindness to others in even larger capacities than what we, what we would be able to do on our own. How has God shown kindness to us? We sin against him regularly, and sometimes we struggle to trust him. Yet God continuously shows us grace, mercy, and love. His kindness toward us is immeasurably great. God sent his son Jesus to walk with us and show us what kindness is, what it looks like, and we find that kindness truly looks like Jesus. Kindness is a lifestyle, a daily practice, a discipline, and a choice. We grow in the fruits of the Spirit. It takes time. But throughout the course of time, it requires us to be intentional, to make daily choices, to be kind when we don't feel kind, to take time when we don't have time. In the short years of ministry, of Jesus' ministry on this earth, he was our greatest example of perfect and true kindness. Jesus showed kindness to everyone, to children, to widows, to social outcasts, to the blind, to the deaf, to the rich and to the poor. No one was exempt from his kindness. Jesus healed the sick. He fed the hungry. He taught the people, caring for the lost. Jesus lived his life on earth, displaying true kindness. As his people, he's not asking any more of us than he, what he willingly practiced himself. He taught us to be kind in an unkind world and love people often more than they deserved, even our enemies and those that no one else took time to notice and be kind to. In this seemingly me-first world, he instructs us, to love our enemies, to do good and lend, expecting nothing in return. Jesus tells us 
to boldly go against the grain of this world, to focus on him, to watch how he does things, to pay attention to those around us, and, and operate always out of true kindness, his kindness, not the kindness that does to others if they first do to us, but kindness that looks and behaves like Jesus looks and behaves. Yes, which means even being kind, to our enemies, who in actualities, when we stop and think, are the enemies of the cross. They're not our enemies. They're the enemies of the cross, the enemy of our soul. God is in the business of developing us into his image, and sometimes it may be a painful process. But we have great examples of those who pursued and have shown kindness, both in the Bible and around us. But first and foremost, we have the example that Jesus gave us in himself. He wants us to treat others the way we want them to treat us. In other words, we are to treat other people with the same concern and kindness that you would like them to treat you. Jesus wants us to know what a difference that kindness can make in this world. This isn't a perfect world. Every one of us have been hurt in some way or another at some time throughout our lifetime. The hurts of life can harden us and make us bitter, therefore causing us to only look out for ourselves. But selfishness will never allow us to grow in kindness and move forward. It will only cause us to bury ourselves in a cocoon style of life where we lose not only the opportunity to be kind to others, but also we rob others of the opportunity to be kind to us. There's no better place, I skipped a page, but there is no better place to be on the right page. Not letting go of these things can create barriers, and that means that we risk losing a relationship both with God and with each other. But we open ourselves to the supernatural work of the Holy Spirit when we, we ask him to produce in us kind hearts that overflow through kind lips. Choosing kindness makes a difference not only to ourselves, but also to the hurting world around us. And we are called as Christians to make that difference. When we are hurt and don't move past our hurts, we are at risk of continuing the cycle of hurting other people and missing the freedom and option to, to lavish kindness, not only on ourselves but on others as well. When we show kindness to others, we reap the benefits in so many ways. It has been proven that the benefits of kindness include increased happiness, promoting a sense of belonging, keeping things in perspective, improving our own confidence and the confidence in others. There is no better place to practice kindness than right here in our own church setting. But it's hard to practice kindness when, until we are willing to let go of things that hold us back 
from being kind in our own lives, such as things that were found in Ephesians 4. It is a hard prerequisite that God has placed before us, but an important one. And with his strength and his Holy Spirit in us, it can be done. We need to remember that it is not by our strength, but by his that we can accomplish these things. Hurts don't have to harden us. In fact, we can become better because of them. I can be empathetic and understanding and kind because I understand what you're going through. I can choose to be more like Jesus and behave like Jesus. I can be patient and kind with others, regardless of any situation, regardless of those who oppose me. We need to allow God to give us new perspective. We cannot rewrite or undo what perhaps happened to us in the past, but we can forgive the people who have hurt us. We can even forgive ourselves in the process. We have the choice and the opportunity to be intentional and behave like Jesus, now acting in the same grace and the same kindness of God as we move forward in him. When we remember that there is always someone else who is going through what we've gone through or what we're going through, we can be kind and we can set into motion the scripture that tells us to do unto others as I would have them do unto me. Paul says to put off the old man, which is being corrupted by its evil desires, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds. Paul wants us to understand that all of humanity is, by nature, children of wrath. But God provided a way through our faith in his son Jesus to become children of God because of his grace, love, and kindness to us. Jesus wants us to be kind in an unkind world, even as he is kind to us. He asks us to put aside the way we once acted and reacted to those who were unkind to us and to forgive even as he forgave each one of us. Our kindness can make such a difference in the world around us, whether it's in our homes, our jobs, or in our church. Quite often we choose who we want to be kind to, those in authority above us, or those we can get something from. But Jesus tells us to open our eyes and look at all people, those who have much, those who have little. He calls us to be kind to all people, no matter what the background, social status, or even belief system. How else will we minister his love and kindness to a hurting world if we don't stop and take into consideration that everyone needs Jesus. Everyone needs his kindness in, in their lives. Through kindness, we can soften hearts. We can make this our daily goal. We need to engage the Holy Spirit that dwells inside of us in times when, when kindness becomes a challenge. We can choose the better things in the midst of this busy world. When we understand that kindness is the ultimate expression 
of our love for God and for others. We can turn our thoughts and our behavior around to look more like Jesus. Behaving like Jesus is embracing all of his ways and his lifestyle that surrounds kindness. Behaving like Jesus requires intentionality. Do it on purpose. Be kind to others, regardless of the situation. Look toward the needs of others. Don't look away like the needs aren't there. And just be kind. Once we get rid of all the other stuff, kindness is so much more fun. What a good example our own people in this church exemplify. Good people that offer their help and time to organizations such as the Brantford Blessing Center or take time to call others when they know that they are in need. There are people that make sure that our facilities are clean and in order. Those who oversee the many different areas of ministry, such as our Sunday school in the church. These are all acts of kindness generated within us by and for the one who was first kind to us. I look at those who take the time to become part of the discipleship groups that we offer here in the church, giving a lot of time to each other, getting to know each other and our individual needs. We get to learn kindness together. What a way to invest our time. We could do what seems to be impossible, sometimes by just loving others and being kind. That is God's heart for his church. Proverbs 21, 21 says that whoever pursues righteousness and kindness will find life, righteousness, and honor. Many people think that kindness shows weakness, but it actually shows the opposite. Kindness shows great discipline and a strong faith in the one who was first kind to us. Kindness is a sign of a person who has placed their faith in God and, choken and chosen to walk according to his word rather than the way of our flesh in this world. Kindness in an unkind world shows us so much strength. Jesus showed kindness. We can count on Jesus. And when we, and when we are kind, it shows that others can count on us as well. It shows strength to hold our tongues and be kind to those who want to demean us. It shows strength to deal with vindictive people in a kind, positive, and proactive way. It shows strength to turn the other cheek and give the other person the empathy they deny you. Kindness is a strength. When we choose to live with God's kindness in us, and flowing through us, it indeed shows strength of character, the fruit of kindness active in our lives. Kindness matters a lot. Kindness not only matters to us or to those we are kind to, but it also matters to God. Here is a foundational truth. God is a God of kindness, tolerance, and patience. And it is his kindness that brings us to repentance. 
Mark 10, 46 to 52, tells a story about Bartimaeus. I was really stuck on this story the last couple of weeks as I studied and looked into Bartimaeus, a blind beggar who sat by the road outside of Jericho. And as Jesus and his disciples were passing through, coming out of the city of Jericho, a large group of people surrounded them. As he passed by, a blind beggar named Bartimaeus cried out, Son of David, Jesus, have mercy on me. As people around him tried to discourage and quieten Bartimaeus, he yelled all the louder, Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. The Bible tells us that as Jesus stopped in his tracks, Bartimaeus threw off his cloak and quickly stood up and went to, to Jesus. The cloak that Bartimaeus threw off meant everything to Bartimaeus. The cloak had been issued to him by the government at the time and enabled him to legally beg for what he needed every day. Everything that Bartimaeus needed was found in that cloak. When Jesus said, what can I do for you? Bartimaeus replied, Rabbi, I want to see. Immediately, Bartimaeus was healed and followed Jesus. Kindness brings us to repentance. The kindness that Jesus showed that day, his willingness to stop when one man cried out for him against all odds, against everyone trying to stop him and hold him back, made the difference for Bartimaeus. When we have the Holy Spirit living in us, our kindness can do the same. The name Bartimaeus means son of honor. And as Bartimaeus exchanged his cloak of poverty, choosing instead to put on his back the cloak of life, righteousness, and honor, his identity changed and he saw for the first time, not only in the natural, but in the spiritual. He saw that Jesus was the long-awaited Messiah, the, the anointed one, the promised one. Jesus' kindness to Bartimaeus changed everything as once again he took on the full meaning of his name, Son of Honor, as Jesus' kindness set him free to follow him. I want you to know this morning that God is saying the same thing to us, that we can throw off that old cloak, Whatever has happened or hindered us in our lives, from our past, whatever it is that is causing us not to walk through with the enjoyment of, of partaking in kindness like Jesus would have us walk. I want you to know that today you can exchange that cloak of weariness for that cloak of life and walk freely. That's when kindness I have to keep remembering what my shirt says. That's when kindness truly is free. When we let go of the stuff around us, when we let go of the unkindness around us, and we focus on his kindness and find the kindness in others. And when we, in turn, are kind, make it, um, make it an uh, <laughs> make it a object of our day to be kind to someone. 
And I wanted to tell you, I wanted to share with you too this morning what God told me last week. Last week at the end of speaking on patience, God showed me that patience is, um, is in, in parallel, the kingdom of God and the, and the cross. This week, I jumped up off of my seat when God spoke to me again. He said that every fruit of the Spirit gets back to his love for us and leads us back to the cross of Jesus. His fruit, indeed, is the salvation message. How important it is that we share the fruit of the Spirit with those around us. I have a quick song, and I will also want to just give you opportunity, if you're online or in-house, if you're online, you can ask for prayer. You can email us at prayer, if I can find that website, at grandvalleychurch.ca. Put your prayer request in. We will pray for you. If you're here and you have a need, if you have just something that you want to just throw off and put the new cloak of life on, there's option to come over to the right and get prayer there. I have a song, Jesus, Strong and Kind. And just use that to just remember who it is. Remember Jesus, that he is um, the captain of our ship, the creator of kindness. Jesus, I thank you so much that you are our rock, that you are always strong and kind. Father, I thank you, Father, for the words that you have spoken this morning. I thank you that you are alive. And, Father, we pray that today, as we go our own ways, that we would remember your kindness and we would remember always to be kind to those around us. Like you did on that road from Jericho, that you just stopped and took note of that person who was in need. Lord, I pray this morning that as we go our own ways, we would always be willing to just stop and take note of what's going on around us and just offer your kindness, your love, and your mercy. We thank you and we pray that you'd be with us the rest of this day. We pray you bless us. We love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen.